This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Please welcome Drew Barrymore. stripes and plaids. Oh, everybody looks so good and beautiful. Pale pink blazers. I am feeling that. Oh my gosh, we have a full house, you guys. This is such an honor and a pleasure. It really is. And I'm just so grateful that you're here with us. So what do you say? Do you want to hit the headlines? I do. Okay, come on. For Drew's News, your fresh news linguine in a creamy Ooh. good news sauce. And with me at the desk is my trusty co-pilot, Ross Matthews. Yummy. Hi, everybody. Hi, guys. Hi, Drew. Okay, so first up in the news today uh-huh. is a little keeping up with the Kardashians, although I don't believe that's what we're calling it anymore because they are back with a new show proving they are yet again an open book. So just last summer, they said goodbye to the old Keeping Up with the Kardashians after 20 seasons. That's a very round number. Mm -hmm. Um, But now People reports that they're back and bearing all the goods on the Kardashians, which is their new reality series coming to Hulu on April 14th. And we have a trailer hot off the presses. Take a look. Over the last year. We have seen such transformations in all of us. This is day one. Mm -hmm. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I mean. Ross. Yes. You gonna watch? Uh, you think? Yeah, I'm gonna, are you all gonna watch? Hello? I wanna know. You know what's so interesting about their show always is we know kind of in the headlines, the pop culture headlines, what's going on with them. But then when the show airs, we get to go deep and think about what's been going on lately with them. I mean, Kim hosted SNL, then the Pete Davidson, then the Kanye of it all, then the Tristan of it all, then the Kylie with the baby and the Courtney and the Travis. Hello, I want all the deets and they're gonna serve it up. I know they will. I I never watched the original show because I'm not the biggest reality TV person, as you know. I know. Um, But I feel like if you didn't watch the show, and I've always followed them, like I'm always, I'm right up with, you know, I do keep up with the Kardashians. Uh 
Um, and you don't have to watch the te television show to be an aficionado of them because they're everywhere. But I feel like this one I could jump into because we're kind of up to date and there's so much going on and you know, maybe it's a 2.0. It is a 2.0 and it's not like the Godfather where you have to have watched the first one to get the second one. You know, you don't have to have to have watched Keeping Up With The Kardashians to get this one. You can just jump Which in Which I now. am one of those psychological persons where I'm like, oh, there's 19 years I gotta catch up on, forget it. This no. one is a fresh start, so I think I'm in. I'm in too. All right, we'll be watching that coming up. All right, next up, we've got a man from New Jersey Shore who uh, got a shocking seafood surprise. Listen to this. The New York Post reports Michael and Maria Spressler were out at their favorite restaurant in Cape May called The Lobster House. When Michael Michael ordered his usual clam appetizer, delish. Except this time on the 12th clam, he bit down on something really hard. Uh. And you thought, as you can imagine, Michael thought, oh no, I lost a tooth. But when he spit it out, it was a pearl. <gasps> a oh. pearl. I, it turns out the 8.8 millimeter pearl could be worth thousands of dollars. Now that's what we call a winner, winner, clam dinner. The only thing a clam ever gave me was diarrhea. <laughs> Thanks so much. He gets a pearl. That is winning the, the appetizer lottery. I know. I love like, it. thank God he didn't swallow it. I know. What well, can you imagine? Even if I swallowed it, I'd be still be getting it back. That thing. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to go into details, but they're deciding if, she, if he, uh, Michael's wife is going to make it into a piece of jewelry. And, and he was like, well, let's get it appraised first before we do oh, that. Oh, I say sell, sell and right? collect the clam. Hey! Hey! Yes, I'm proud of you. I'm growing up, Rossi. Well I'm done. learning the ways of the pun. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. Well, how about this? Yeah. Because next up, clams might be an aphrodisiac, oh, yeah. but apparently New York City doesn't need one. According to The Guardian, noise complaints about bedroom activity are way up. Wow. Last year, there were 277 noise complaints relating to sex. Queens had the most at 103. Good for you, Queens. Yeah, Queens. Manhattan had 66, Brooklyn 55, the Bronx 48, and Staten Island had four. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we need to send Staten Island some clams. Hey. <laughs> so um, there were some specificities in the complaints. I'm quoting them right now. She makes the bed squeak as if it's an Olympic event. Oh. I've slept through earthquakes and fires and I couldn't sleep through this. Uh-huh. I love this. I love this too. Let me tell you something. We have been through a rough couple years. Go and get it. Get yours. <laughs> Go for it. And if you, I'm sorry. If, if I heard this, I would not complain, as long as it's not too loud. Just like, like, just like normal people, two and a half, three minutes. Have fun, <laughs> do your thing. <laughs> have you ever like heard people, you know, having, having their kind not of fun? Not enough. Not enough. No, I would celebrate it. Sure, I would never. And then I'd become that old lady, you know, who's like, I don't know, like, I, but I, I'm, listen, knock the boots, do the thing, have some fun. Do the thing, and if you. Do you know how many of my friends are pregnant? because of the pandemic. I mean, oh, yeah. it's, it's such a baby boom. It is. It's, it's exciting. Every single one of my girlfriends is pregnant. Mm, really? It, oh my God, everyone I know. Wow. Pregnant. 
Well, I um, I've never like heard people um doing it ever, but I want to so bad. And yeah. if yeah, and if I did, I would not complain. I would call my best friend, put it on speaker, and be like, listen, right? totally, <laughs> totally, I get know. a life. Don't complain. I'm sure at like three in the morning, I'd probably be like, all right, you know, I gotta work, but like. I don't think I would, I, I would be happy for people. Mm -hmm. I'd say do it up. Yeah, especially speaking to you in Staten Island. Come on. Let's do this. Step it up. All right, finally, oh, some noodle news. Ooh, <laughs> that's my favorite kind of news, Rossi. Yes, because we are wrapping up our pasta week. Ah, don't say it's going away. Your favorite, favorite week of all, right? It is. I love a pasta. It's my favorite food on planet Earth. It is. Well, Pure Wow reports TikTok's found a new way to strain your pasta. Yeah, it turns out you've been doing it wrong all along. Millions have viewed this hack. They say you should put your strainer into the pot, uh, then walk to the sink and carefully pour out the water. Because mm. look, yeah, the, the pasta never leaves the pot. You understand? Because all, all the other time I've been like trying to hold the, the, the strainer and lift the thing, giving myself that facial, you know, and then lifting it out. And I always lose a noodle or two. What do you think? I feel like this one is a, oh, duh moment. Like in a good way, like, oh yeah. The only thing I would say is don't forget to get the mug of pasta water because it's the magic ingredient. Oh, Which, yes. by the way, sometimes on that walk is when I remember. So like, get it while it's good because you'll dump that out and then all of a sudden you'll lose that. You can't get anything. There's nothing you can buy that compares with pasta water. So save it. Uh, but I'm gonna try this. Yeah, just always say, you're right, it's just a little bit of that starchy water because it will change your sauce game. It's the best thing, it's the best thing you can have in the pasta world. We'll be right back. What am I talking about? <laughs> Save the pasta water! T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We're so lucky to tell you that the incredible gentleman is here. He's a local legend in New York City for his big heart and his insanely delicious banana bread. Since the start of the pandemic, he's made over 12,000 loaves in his own kitchen and delivered them to firehouses and hospitals across the tri-state and beyond. Please welcome the man behind Brooklyn Banana Bread Company, Sean Reynolds. Hi, Sean. Hi. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. You know, as you can see, I bought some of that Brooklyn banana bread for you. Which right I am here. not gonna lie, all I wanna do is ask you a question and hear your answer as I chew. <laughs> because I've been waiting to try it. Reading your story was so moving. And will you tell us about bringing the bread to your girlfriend and kind of the origin story? Okay, so during the height of COVID, my, my girlfriend, she's a nurse. And um, I was hearing the story. She would call me crying, stressed. So I figured, what can I do to uplift her and her colleagues? Mm. So I decided to bake my mother's delicious banana bread. 
And I went up there and gave them, gave her unit some banana bread. Then I started thinking, well, she has friends and colleagues who are healthcare professionals and work at other hospitals. Why not donate to those other units as well? And then I took it a step further and said, hey, you know what? Let me donate to every hospital in New York City. Wow. So wow. Come on, Sean. So. And how's that journey going, delivering to every hospital in New York? It, it, it's, it's going great. I mean, I, I've done almost everyone except for four, but I've done hospitals in Connecticut, New Jersey, Delaware, Maryland. Um, she and I, we even took a trip. We took a trip down to the George Floyd Memorial and gave out some there, gave out some to a food distribution center out there in Minneapolis. So I, I, I'm just having a great time showing love and appreciation to those who help take care of us during this time. Oh, come on, that is the goal, right? That's so amazing. How are you like this? Like, where does this kindness, this generosity, this energy, where does it come from? So, I grew up in a Christian household where there were values and principles instilled in me. Some of those values were working hard, being a good financial steward, showing love, and giving back. And my mother really embodied that loving and giving back. Mm -hmm. Her generosity showed. So that's part of my DNA. So now I just work hard at loving and giving back. Oh, that is so great, and I love it. It's your mom's spirit in there. It's also her recipe here. And I know you spent a lot of money uh, doing this, like $15,000 yep. of your own money. Of my own money, over $15,000 of my own money. You know, uh, I, um, now, a lot of people out here are hurting, you know? And it, it saddens me to know that they're hurting. And as long as I have breath in my lungs and I have the capacity to do it, I will help those individuals that I can. I'm so lucky to hear your story. We're all so lucky to hear your story. Thank you. Thank you. What is next for you? Well, I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to the next 12,000. What would that bring? You know, I'm gonna continue donating. I wanna donate and finish up with the firehouses and the EMT houses and the police departments. And you've got you like know. four more to go. Then where does the mission go? Like you put this stamp on, you're like, okay, I checked all those boxes. And, and then where does your journey take you? Well, sometimes the journey finds me. You know, I mm -hmm. sit back and I have, or I have goals for myself and for, um, for donating, but sometimes it finds me, you know, so for me, Ultimately, I would love to, to establish a foundation where we can start to make this, implant these type of donations in every city. Well, if you build it, they will come. And I appreciate that life advice to stay open mm -hmm. to the road that presents itself. And I appreciate that so much. Um, and we just admire and appreciate everything you're doing and our friends at um, Clabber Girl Baking Powder appreciate you too, and they want to chip in $5,000 to your ongoing campaign. And I'm gonna match it, so that's $10,000. Wow. Because we love and appreciate everything you. you're doing. You are like the living example. Uh, I, and it's a celebration of your mom too. I, I, I don't even have words to explain how I feel right now. 
I just, I just thank you. I thank you. I thank, I thank all of you for allowing me to share a, a story of love and compassion. You know, and I think that's that's what we need in in this world. You know, you you do what you can, and 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 and, and make sure you take care of your neighbors. And you know what? Sometimes words are cheap. Your action says everything, and may we all be more like you. So how about that? Thank yes, you. please. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for everything that you do. Thank you, Sean Reynolds. And if you go to thedrewbarrymoreshow.com, you'll find all about the Brooklyn Banana Bread Company and how you can support and get that yummy banana bread as well. We'll be right back. Fantastic. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset, hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. it wasn't but we're finishing it off with a quintessential dish the sunday ragu but what is the story and the history behind the dish and how did a sunday sauce become this beautiful tradition in american homes well let's find out and take a little deep dive marinara ragu sauce gravy tomato sauce is a quintessential part of italian american culture Deliciously vibrant red tomatoes simmering with all the aromatics fill our homes with that irresistible smell bringing everyone straight to the kitchen. Although most people associate red sauce with Italy, tomatoes are actually native to the Americas. Tomatoes began to be incorporated into sauces in the late 1800s when waves of Italian immigrants came to the U.S. and found a host of new ingredients in the New World. Meats, tomatoes, and dairy were much more affordable in America, and dishes that were reserved for special occasions became a weekly excuse to gather around the table. The mid-20th century was a heyday for Sunday sauce and family mealtimes. But what do we call this delicious tomato concoction? That question is the great gravy versus sauce debate. How did these two words become synonymous for the delicious red stuff we put on pasta? Most people agree you should just call it whatever your grandmother does. Nona knows best. No matter what the word, we can all agree that friends and family is the most important ingredient when it comes to a Sunday sauce or gravy. Well, and here to help us get our sauce on, please welcome <laughs> Chef Owen James Beard Award-winning author, one of my very favorite chefs on planet Earth, Carla Loli Music! <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm just gonna say it again. When we started Cookbook Club on the show, I took a picture of myself with a cookbook to represent my love of cookbooks. Who is the cookbook? Carla. So you are one of my culinary heroes. Thank you. We're now new friends on the show. This is the second time you've been True. here. And you are gonna teach us yeah. how to become, you know, 
take oh. stewardship yes. of being able to do this for ourselves. You're gonna be a ragu monster. I <laughs> love a ragu. Help me teach so, me Carla. I think the most important thing about a ragu, and we're just browning some meats. We got our brajol, our brajol. Um, I think one of the most important things about a ragu is that it's personal. And we actually didn't have a family history of making ragu, but it was one that I created when my niece was born as just a ruse to get her over there on Sunday afternoon so I could spend more time with my family. And like, that's what it's really all about. And being together, like the whole thing is just a magnet to like get the people to you, right? Yes. Yes. Well, and when you're an incredible chef, I'm sure they're magnetized. Anybody can do this. So let's start with our brajol. This is a beef short rib and it's pounded thin. So brajol could be beef, it could be pork, it could be whatever. So we're gonna take a little piece of parm, a little salt and peps. And I actually, by the way, do that first. this is a shout out to my best friend, a parmigiano. <laughs> parmigiano Reggiano. And then, And you yeah. salt it. And I salt it inside for you, a little pepper. And then you're just gonna take your twine, and so this is a roll-up. Not everybody does brajol. Some people do meatballs. Some people do uh, pork chops. So it's really like up to you. Mm -hmm. Meatballs to me is like a lot of work and rolling up the, the brajol is not. No, this was extremely unintimidating. Yeah, and the short rib is really nice because it's so like fatty and delicious. So that's why what's happening in here is so fatty and delicious. I'm all about fat. I love I love fat. <laughs> I, I'm with you. <laughs> All right, so now that this is browned, we'll just take it out. We already have a um, pork shoulder steak, which was browned beautifully. And into this mixture, you're just gonna drop in your onion and garlic. Okay, and so, so kind of get that pan dripping action. Get it all going. So one of the things about that sounds so good is, is that in every recipe, I'm gonna teach you how to use the downtime to like do something else. So oh, time, I love that. Yeah, the time that it takes to brown the meats is like 12, 15, 20 minutes. You don't need to just be standing there. You could be chopping your onion and your garlic while that is happening. Carla, so, have you tried that paper wet paper towel trick with chopping the onion? No, what do you do with it? Oh my God, you guys, <laughs> I, it, I, I think I learned about it funny enough on TikTok. We okay. had the pasta water hack on TikTok with keeping your colander in the pot. Uh -huh, yep. So you take a sheet of paper towels, get it wet, rinse it, squeeze it out so that it's a nice damp surface, put it on your chopping block yeah. and chop your onion on top of it. The water underneath in the paper towel will absorb the acids and it works. Okay. I'll try it. I, <laughs> I've tried everything else. All right, this is perfect because we need to take a commercial break and that's gonna be the exact time when we come back. The magic will be we're gonna be brown, caramelized, and gorgeous. Yeah. And then with our onions. The aromas. And oh, <laughs> it smells so good. And when we come back, we will continue mastering the ragu with Carla Lolly music. We'll be right back. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more.
music. And we are in the midst of making a Sunday ragu from her latest cookbook. That sounds so good. <laughs> And we've got some garlic and onions cooking in the pot. Yep. Carla, you're in the driver's seat. I am your passenger. What's let's, next? Let's do this. Okay, so now that these are like browned and starting to caramelize and get softened. They're perfect. They're not got, too burnt. No. They're and becoming you, translucent. I really feel with a ragu, because it's such a long cooking process, like all of the flavors are gonna come out. You just have to give them time. So grab one of your cans of tomatoes. The tomatoes have actually already been pureed because I don't want like big chunks. No, just from your can that's got a little. I only have water in my can. Yeah, that's can. fine. That's what we want. Oh. So you just pour a little bit of water in here. Just oh, to, I was um, not expecting that. Just to deglaze and like pull up all of those brown bits. Deglaze. Deglazing because all of those bits are our flavor. So you could use wine, you could use water, you could use a little splash of stock. It's as long as it loosens it up, it's all good. Water, those, wine, stock. Yeah. It's all just, are an all option. All good. It's all just dissolving. What's it's your just preference? A little bit. If you could pick any, what, the, in, what's your flavor? In the book, I think it calls for red wine, but that's only if you have a bottle open. I'm not gonna tell anybody, open a bottle of wine for a quarter cup. You know mm, what I mean? So use a yeah. splash of water. It does the same thing. It's dissolving. And then after that, just go ahead, carefully. I wore red in case I splash. <laughs> I did not. <laughs> I almost wore white, but I thought better of it. Oh. Yeah. So this goes in. Gorgeous. <laughs> um, we have a little oregano, a couple of bay leaves right there. I love a bay leaf. Drop those guys in. And again, these are personal choices. You could use basil, you could use rosemary. You I do use... think oregano immediately, I... like a cumin, transports a dish I do in too. seconds. You cannot mess with cumin or oregano. They, I agree. they just go, they go right to the heart. And oregano is one of those that like, even as a dried herb, it's one of the few dried herbs that has just wonderful flavor. Punch. Yeah. Meats are going back in the sauce. Meats in the sauce. So we've got our pork shoulder, beautiful browned. Mm -hmm. And we've got our beautiful brajol, which is really pronounced brasciole, but the Italian Americans will say brajol. I, I, I recognize it from that and I don't recognize right. the other, but I am hoping, oh, oh. sorry. <laughs> there goes that dry cleaning situation. And then these sausages I actually don't brown, which I was very skeptical even myself developing Why? this recipe. It just felt really weird not to brown them before putting them in, but they become amazing. So you, it's, you just don't need to. You don't need, you to, don't brown need to brown the sausage. sausage. Cause That's... it's gonna cook for so long and it just becomes, I said in the book until the, the end point is soft enough to feed to a toothless baby because <laughs> <laughs> that's what I had. That's... That was my guess that night. So this is gonna go for like two and a half, three hours. You mm. can put up your pergola. You can like do whatever you want. I will dress take a nap. Table. You could dress your table. Siesta. Siesta. Get the men to make the homemade wine. Whatever you need to do. You've got crush two and grapes. a half. Crush grapes. <laughs> like Lucy. That's right. That's right, we're gonna crush grapes. And then two and a half, three hours later. We have the magic. You're gonna have Ready? This. One, two, three. Beautiful. Magic! It's like we made a baby, Carla. <laughs> oh. 
And you can just see, we call this the, the cat line from Cat in the Hat, where he goes in the bathtub and it leaves a line. That's the cat line. You can see how much the sauce has reduced when you look around the edge, right? I mean, and how much it's come down. At the color. The color's amazing. Of this sauce. So what I like to do now is take a bit of the sauce. We have our cooked um, pasta. You can use any shape. I just think a short. You have your little pot here. This guy, just sauce that guy up. Oh, I got it. <laughs> um, a little bit of sauce and if you ah. have your, I heard you talking about pasta water earlier. Ah! Very, and it's key. So just a splash of that starchy water, which is also salty. And I also learned don't ever put oil in the water. Never. 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 And the reason you don't do that is because it basically makes the noodles water resistant because they're coated in oil. So then when you add them to the sauce, the sauce just slides off. We don't want that. We want the sauce to soak in. That's why I love like a fusilli type of pasta. That love. sauce really sticks. <laughs> and also with this rigatoni, that's all that sauce is going to get inside. And you call this a meze? Meze rigatoni. Meze. Which just means half. So it's a shorty. Ugh. Yeah. So I call it bite size and quicker. I know. I'm <laughs> it, so I like to bring this sort of sauce the pasta up and then you can come to the table. You've got all your meats beautifully prepared and everybody can kind of take what they like and then add it to add it to your plate. So uh, what do you? I'm going straight for the sausage. I know. Carla. I was, <laughs> was going to say the same. I love I, I love a so I love yeah. a sausage on a Sunday. Here. I love Here, a sausage. I got, I got you. Oh. Oh, thank you, I got Carla. Milady, what can I get for you? <laughs> I would love a, a brujol. You got would be it. Great. Oh, hold on. Hmm. Love. Mm hmm. I was about to eat the pasta out of the pot, but we're not going to do that. Oh, I've, I've done that many times. <laughs> that's I'm like one less dish to clean. That's right. And that's something that, as the cook, it is your right and your duty to eat. You got a sample, right? Oh my gosh, look how beautiful this looks. Now, how do you like to plate? Because plating is a place where I'm more confident than yes. cooking itself. That's the moment where oh, it can really? all come together and like the illusion of your mastery <laughs> is decided in that moment. Very well said. That's I, very interesting because I am also very, I'm the opposite, I'm afraid of plating. I'm all about like, if it tastes good, it looks good to me, so I don't, like this is so rustic, right? You just put it in the That pie. is very rustic yeah. and beautiful. So, but let's give ourselves a little do? cheese. Mm -hmm. I love a little Parmesan. I have a joke with my son. We say Parmigiano Reggiano. Oh. <laughs> yeah. It's just a joke. How old is he? He's 12. So, oh, this looks gorgeous part? to me. Ooh, the brujol is falling apart, which is exactly what you want. Oh Toothless baby, right? Oh my God. <laughs> The noodle had a little sauce inside that just... Exactly. Mm. Oh my God. Mm. Mm. Oh my God. It's really good. It's just time. You guys, this is perfection. And I love how you have the yeah. two beautiful plates from this one gorgeous yeah. pot that came together. This yeah. is absolute perfection. And it's a very unique flavor. It is not your typical red sauce. It is worth it. Yeah. It's a beautiful journey and a beautiful bite. I think that's like the fusing, the thyme, the meats, the sauce, like they create a new flavor together. Good like, things take time. That's right. Oh my God. Mm. 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 I love it so much. Mm. Cheers. <laughs> you guys, 
please go to thedrewbarrymoreshow.com to get the full recipe to make for yourself. I really appreciated what you said, Carla, also about this is a sauce that goes all day. Yes. So live your life, yes. do your thing, come right. back to it. You have this beautiful thing to enjoy later, but it's a beautiful process. Your house is gonna smell incredible. If you walk by, stir the pot, just let it go. And like, it should, you should be relaxed and happy and hungry when your friends come over. Oh, and live that dream. Yeah. Carla Lolly Music, her book, <laughs> That Sounds So Good, is available everywhere right now. And we will be right back. Thank you. Here's a little weekday motivation from someone who inspires us. Hey friends, it is Karabal here with your Motivational Minute. Listen, Drew and I have talked about this and something we believe in, which is hooking in. It's about finding those moments in life to really hold tight onto and believe in yourself and trust that you have what it takes to make the moments that you want and that you deserve. Hook in, hook into those moments that feel uncomfortable. Hook into those conversations that seem uncomfortable because in those moments, you'll have the most growth ever. Believe in yourself, trust in yourself. And if you doubt yourself, that's okay because you have the ability to ask for help. Now that was inspiring. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset, hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. started her music career at just nine years old and singing covers on YouTube. And by the age of 12, she had a recording deal. And now at 22, my favorite number, she is topping the Billboard charts with hit after hit after hit and no signs of slowing down anytime soon. Please welcome, this is gonna send our social like and digital platforms through the stratosphere. We're honored that she would come to our show. Please welcome Sabrina Carpenter. <laughs> oh my God. This is very surreal. It is such an honor to have your presence here on this show. You started at nine years old. Yeah. So how did you know yourself well enough at nine to be in touch with what you could do? I don't think I knew anything. I think at nine years old, you just love what you love and you just gravitate towards what you gravitate towards. Like, um, I think for me, like, I remember watching The Wizard of Oz specifically, like, that was a very vivid memory watching Judy Garland sing when I was, um, like, just before I was nine and I was just in awe and I was like, oh, I wanna do that. Forever, if I can. Because if you started singing at nine and putting yourself out there, was there an earlier year? Was there a moment in your life where, you're, where you had the I want to do this moment? 
Yeah, I, well, I specifically remember um, there was a restaurant I went to when I was six years old, and there was a waitress there, Patty, and it was her birthday. And I was like, oh, I want to sing happy birthday for you. And so I sang her happy birthday. And then every time I came back to that restaurant, she made me sing happy birthday to anyone in the restaurant who had a birthday, which some people started to like give me money. And I was like, oh, I was like, is this my career? And I was sick, so I didn't really know what I was saying. My parents were like, you can't take that. And I was like, are you sure? I was like, because this is my business. I mean, I'm so glad, thank you. I was like, I Aww. wanted to know a moment. I love that so much. You have amazing taste in music. Oh, thank you. I mean, who are some of your favorites and inspirations? So many, I think uh, one of the first songs my mom ever played me was Etta James, At Last, and uh, Patsy Cline, Crazy, um, Dolly Parton. Don't get me started on Dolly. Dolly's like, yeah. Dolly's my favorite, like, to this day. I love, I love her so much. I love Carly Simon. I love Joni Mitchell. Oh! Like, yeah. I mean, who, how did you find, you have amazing taste in music. Thank you. How did you find it? I think throughout the years, honestly, if anything, I feel like I've really come back to like artists like, you know, Joni and Carol King and, um, you know, Marvin Gaye. Like there's, there's so oh. many incredible artists that I just, I really gravitate towards the way it makes you feel and the instrumentation of their songs just kind of makes me feel like elevated and uh, alive. So I don't know, I, I guess just like through searching, you know? Um, you are always in songwriting mode and you're very prolific Thanks. and you attack it in the moment. One of the reasons I fell in love with this story about you is it felt like inspiration not lost. How do you remain in constant songwriting mode? How do you capture it? What is that life? Um, it's, it's interesting because I'm a little paranoid because I am always really listening to the things that people are saying, sometimes maybe too in depth. Like uh, on social media or live and in person? Oh, I, w I would say more live and in person. Social media, you know, scary. Um, I think live and in person, you really get this unfiltered version of conversations and things that people aren't necessarily like calculating before they say. So like, you'll have really, really honest thoughts and sometimes things that you go, oh, I can never say that to a real person or I can never put that in a song. And I think that's been like the main inspiration for me is like, what are those moments that we feel like we shouldn't say or we can't say? Um, and those are usually the best songs. Yeah. Love that. <laughs> oh, okay, so. Um, before we go, uh, would it be possible to play a round of the final five with you? Yes. Okay, yeah. okay, good. Um, <laughs> all right, well, it is time with Sabrina Carpenter for the final five! <laughs> all right, best song to clean to? Nine to five. <gasps> yes! Yeah. Yeah. Okay, um, who would you love to do a collab with? <gasps> oh, my goodness. Uh, maybe Bruno Mars. Oh. Bruno Mars. Have you ever seen him on Saturday Night Live and he does the Pandora station where he yeah. has to be like 15 different musical acts? Yeah. It's one of the great things. It's crazy. Um, it's good. Okay, if you were not a singer, you would be? Oh, uh, a casting director maybe? I think that'd be so fun. I know, hear me out though. Like watching everyone's interpretation of the same thing but they're completely different. I've just always wanted to know what that's like, 
Why is your jaw still there? I love that answer. It's <laughs> okay, so good. unexpected. And it's funny, Joseph Gordon-Levitt was on this show and a casting director changed his life because he was kind to him. You know, you uh, put yourself out there. Yeah, it's yeah. very uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, an instrument you would love to play? An instrument I would love to play, violin. Mm. There's, it's just so cool. Or saxophone, you know? Well, I could see you doing any we'll one try, of those we'll see. wind instruments. If I, if I do it, I'll, I'll tag you. Just be like, I did Please it. Please do. Yeah. Okay, I really want to make sure to bring up um, Fast Times, which we've been playing in the studio all day. Thank you. I've been watching the video um, obsessively, which you are so um, confident and beautiful. And there's a very, like, action figure, cool, rock star. You, you, you have a tremendous amount of sensual confidence hmm. in it. You're just... That means a lot from you. I will say, like, one of our main, like, references for that video was, I'm sure you could maybe sense Charlie's Angels slightly. Really? Yeah, it was absolutely. I was just like, I want that. <laughs> I was like, that looks great. We would never even come close. But I think, you know, kind of living in that world of, like, Kill Bill uh, and, you know, like, Tarantino, like, I just, I think there was... That's a Tarantino poster right totally, there. Totally, yeah. I love Thank you. that frame. Thank you. It's so stunning. Thanks. And the whole video is so beautiful. Thank you. Are you excited about this song? It's so good, but not to color it for you, but how do you feel about this song? I think it's just super, super indicative of the time I'm at in my life, and I think a time that everyone has probably experienced. I think the last two years of my life, there was a lot thrown at me that I was just expected to, like, already know how to process, be unfazed, keep it moving, when it was, like, things that were really making an impact on me and changing me as a person. Um, so instead of kind of looking back on it and, and, you know, being unforgiving to myself and kind of beating myself down for maybe mistakes I'd made, I was just like, you know, this is just the time in my life where I am supposed to live, I'm supposed to make mistakes. And then we also just wanted to turn it into a really fun dance song and take some 60s vibes and, and make it something new, so. Sabrina's latest single <laughs> and music video, Fast Times, is out now. Everybody's talking about it. It's amazing, and so are you. Thank you. We'll be right back. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset, hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Quick round up. Truth or dare. Mm. We do anything, we say anything, and we have Sherilyn Stratton here. Uh, Sherilyn? Hi. Hi. Did I say your name correctly? Yes, you did. Oh, thank God. Thank God, and thank God you wore that pink. Look mm. how great that is. Fuchsia. Fuchsia, fuchsia. Yeah. I have hope. <laughs> oh, oh. We have a lipstick that color. <laughs> I love that fuchsia dress. Thank you. You're welcome. All right, what's it gonna be? Is it gonna be a Druth or a dare? I have a Druth. Okay. So, Drew, have you ever gone skip, skinny dipping? And if so, what's your story? 
I mean, which time? <laughs> uh, a hotel pool at what? the Chateau Marmont in Los Angeles for, I don't know, about 15 years. Um, <laughs> and uh, a great like midnight jump in the lake of Winnipesaukee in New Hampshire, my favorite lake in the world, I think. Wow. Um, and um, I will say, uh, birthday suit or bathing suit, if you see a body of water or rain coming down from the sky, just get in it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You'll never regret it. You will always dry off pretty quickly and you will be immediately transformed in a nature baptism. And I just can't recommend it enough. Uh, recently, my girls and I actually got to go somewhere, which was such a blessing, and it started pouring rain, and we were at a beach, and we ran outside, and we took a rain shower <laughs> and an ocean bath, and we even brought out some shampoo and conditioner, and, oh, wow. and really did, and we like bathed in the ocean, and then, <laughs> yes, rain shower, ocean bath, and it's one of my favorite moments in the film strip of my life, it made, it was the greatest moment ever. I did have clothes on, however. Okay, good, good. Have you ever skinny dipped, Ross? Thanks so much for watching, everybody. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Where, when? <laughs> my house, my house, my house. Never in public, oh God, no, never, in, but dear God, no. But yeah, you know, my pool, my house, gates locked. Uh. Um, well, thank you everybody so much for coming out today and choosing to spend your time with us because we make this show for you. So please feel free and take it with you. Yeah. Hi, it's Stephen Colbert, and I'm here to tell you about The Late Show Pod Show, which is the podcast of The Late Show with me, Stephen Colbert, and I'm here with my uh, producer of the podcast, Becca. Hi, Becca. Hi, Stephen. And how long have you been the, the producer of this? We've been doing this for two years now. Okay, and and what is it like to attempt to uh, get feedback from me about the podcast? Be honest about how quickly I respond to emails. You actually respond to emails surprisingly fast. Really? I, I think you might be the only person I respond to. <laughs> I respond to quickly. Oh well, that's good. Yeah. I expected I expected you to lay into me. Well, this was over the strike period. Oh, I had time. Yeah. See, that, that does that doesn't count. <laughs> sure, I responded to everything because responding to you putting reruns up on the podcast was like a form of employment. Yeah. And I felt like I had something to get up for every yeah. day. So thank you for that. Listen to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert wherever you get your podcasts.